Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for being here today. This is a really great day to get together, and we're having one of my dear friends on the show. I'm talking about the beautiful Miss Melissa Rodriguez. We've got so Hello, much everybody. to talk about today, and uh, she just can't wait to get on. I haven't given you your introduction, girl. Hold on. <laughs> we are so excited to do this show today. Um, she has been a friend of mine. Oh, Lord, we don't want to tell them how long. It's been a long, 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 long time, and um, in, so many of us were, were with her before the surgery, after the surgery, and all the hardships that she had to endure uh, throughout and the challenges that she faces today in a world that cannot is not always kind to people. Um, we're not going to waste any more time. I'm just so happy to have her with us. Let's welcome to the show. She's got a wonderful story to share with us, and we've got lots of wonderful people listening today. Miss uh, Melissa Rodriguez. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, what's going on? So glad to finally do this I, with I'm you. I know we've be been here. talking about this for so long. And um, it's certainly been a life-changing experience for me also, you know, and, and, and just, you know, being part of, of your life as a friend, you know, somebody that cares and, you know, before the surgery, after the surgery and everything in between. But before we get too deep into um, the, call, the, the show today, can you take a moment and explain to our listeners uh, what exactly gastric bypass surgery is? This is a surgery that you had. Can you share mm-hmm. what that is? Because not everybody there, knows. Mm-hmm. There are three types of surgeries to get. Um, there's called the RNY, um, a gastric sleeve, and then the lap band. The one that I got was the RUNY. What it does is they cut your stomach. Um, they make a small pouch that connects your, um, your esophagus to your, one of your intestines. You still have your, your mm. stomach, but it's attached to the bottom end of the the new pouch it mm-hmm. gives the the um the acids to push things through um into your your large int- or the intestines and stuff so you're pretty much have a small pouch for a stomach now mm-hmm. um and then the other ones is a sleeve it's pretty much your com- your st- your um stomach is cut into a small sleeve and then that's what you have in the lap band it's of course the band that's above the stomach. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it tracks um, what food comes in and out. But I got the one that was the most invasive, the RNY, um, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much was my decision. The doctor gave it up to me what I wanted to do, and that was what I went for because it's good for long term, um, right? For myself and the, for my lifestyle change. 
Sure. And, and, and it's, it's, thank you for taking the time to, uh, to explain that to the listeners because there's been so much said about gastric bypass, and some of it has been false information. I know that you've probably mm-hmm. heard of it as well, and so thank you for explaining that. You know, let's go back. I guess to do this, we really need to go back uh, to the beginning of your life, childhood, teenage years. To, to tell us about the struggles that you endured with your weight during those periods of, has it been a struggle the entire life? Like so many of us have share with us that. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very sick at a kid when I was about three years old, I was in the hospital in and out of the hospital for a while. My kidney shut down. Um, I caught a rare form of uh, rice syndrome. Um, It was to the point where I was bone, I was skin and bones at three. It was Christmas time back in the late eighties. Um, then I ended up being on dialysis for six months, so I was kind of like mm. not eating and stuff. And then once mm-hmm. I started becoming healthy again, the doctors were saying I would grow out of the kidney stuff and whatnot. So what my parents were, you know, my parents and grandparents were doing, they were feeding me because they were like, I was too skinny, too skinny. Right. And mm-hmm. with that, my grandmother, you know, was a cook. She cooked all the time, so it was like spaghetti dinners, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that, going out to eat, you know, and my parents mm-hmm. were always busy. So it was like out to eat all the time. And so I was getting into the eating of the bad habits, eating, you know, mm-hmm. drinking sodas all the time, the fried <clears> foods, <throat> um, you know, I'm coming from a, by, by, you know, my, my dad's Puerto Rican, my mom's, you know, Italian and Polish. So you get both sides wow. of the foods. Good mix. And so you're <laughs> getting um, a big variety of, foods that you know you tell them they keep telling you you got to eat your whole, whole plate even though you're full yeah. you still don't want to disappoint them and that was leading to overeating and, and stuff like that so yeah it's funny you should say that because it brought back memories of my childhood also because um you know to a certain age i was also i was i was very thin trim you know and mm-hmm. my grandparents, you know, I just didn't have an appetite a lot of the time. And they would literally say, oh, eat all your French fries, eat all your mm-hmm. burger, you know, here's some ice cream. You know, and so it's, it's, it is, I guess they're trying to, to protect you, but in a way it's, it's, it's difficult to, to I guess sometimes they, they go with what works for kids, but it's mm-hmm. difficult because it really, it really, it's not, it's hard to say that it's their fault, but it's, it's, it didn't help the situation, did it? So, um, no. and, and you've experienced no. that too. And, and, and you know, it's just, when I, we love them. When, when, we love them, of course. They were just doing it because, you know, they were, you know, they were just worried because I almost yeah. died, you know, this yeah, whole thing of was like, of course. oh my God, you know, I, even a infant or not an infant, but like a, I was what, three, like not even a one month old shirt was fitting me that's how bad it was so in their mind they're like oh we got to make sure she's eating you know make sure she gets what she wants you know and and all this in um in the in the hospital I got out did dialysis for a little bit um then ended up going to school I was on restrictions at school like I couldn't play with the kids I couldn't do a lot of stuff so I was kind of to myself couldn't do gym I couldn't you know so a lot of stuff I couldn't do because I was my stomach you know I had a mm-hmm. big scar from one end to my belly button all the way to my back because the dialysis at the time was through the stomach mm-hmm. um couldn't do karate couldn't do you know stuff that my parents wanted me to do so um you know doing a lot of stuff when I got older um I started doing dancing and stuff but I was already kind of overweight by then but I still mm-hmm. stuck with doing what I wanted to do so mm-hmm. going through elementary school picked on 
I mean, it was worse mm-hmm. by the teachers than it was the students. So it's kind of like getting picked on, being a little overweight, you know, right. stuff, and stuff like that gets to you. So sure. then sure. getting into high school, I gained a lot of my weight there was, mm. you know, the hormones and all that. And and you've been through so much. And I got to say to everyone listening today, um, it's not easy it's not easy and i when you have extra weight in in a world that is so vain and that is that is so driven to be thin and driven to look absolutely perfect and all all the time it's very difficult for those that that have extra weight to be ridiculed and to be to be bullied it's like we know we have the extra weight people <laughs> we don't need to be reminded mm-hmm. um but in another level it's it's blowing it's crushing and and you've had to deal with some uh, and I've seen it. I've seen some of the stuff you've had to deal with through online mm-hmm. uh, Facebook and people that uh, just are trying to be funny, but it's not funny. It's it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. There's no joke. You can tell somebody with extra weight that's going to make them feel good or make them feel part of anything. It just puts them further and further outcast. And tell us about some of the bullying and some of the darkest moments that, that you've had to endure just because of what other people have felt was an imperfection I- in you. I, I struggled in high school. High school was mm. really bad for me, um, social life, even though I played sports, um, even being picked on by other um, – when I played volleyball, I had other parents. Um, my mom sitting there almost getting into arguments with people um, in the stands because you have other parents making fun of – because there was another girl that was overweight that was on the team with me. It's like, oh, they're putting the fatties out on, you know, on, on the, the court – and we actually dominated the game, and, you know, we proved them wrong. And my parents, I don't know how many times they had to come back to me because people are just plain cruel. Um, yeah. I, I, was in, I was severely depressed. Uh, 16, I was, and then, you know, try, I tried, I've met, tried committing suicide once when I was 16. Mm-hmm. I just was getting to the point where it was getting so bad. Um, I didn't yeah. want to go to school anymore. And I just was mm. to the point where I'm like, I just don't want to be anymore. Um, it mm. wasn't for one of my teachers um, seeing, getting literally jumped at school. Um, I don't know where I'd be today. Um, I call her, I still live this day. I call her my angel. She was there at the right t- place and right time. And mm. I know I owe, I owe so much to um, my teacher. There's so many angels out there that that really do come along when we need them the most. Mm -hmm. And there's somebody Mm -hmm. else in your life uh, that that just really, in your eyes, he hangs the moon and the stars. And he could be the next president one day. And we're talking Mm -hmm. about somebody that just is the light of your eye. Tell us about your son and how this has affected him and and your decision to have the weight loss surgery to – live longer to be with him longer tell us about how he fits into the equation about all of this um he's one of the main reasons why i got this surgery um he's my life he's you know um came at a time where i needed something to help me live and um i asked him i actually you know he didn't understand what it was but i just yeah. you know bubba because i call him i call him bubba i've called him since he was uh, born and I'm like, mm. mommy wants to get the surgery. Mommy's not doing well, like health wise. Mommy, you see all the medicines mommy take. He's like, what do you think? He goes, if you're gonna stay longer, mama, I support your decision. So you know, oh. that was kind of having him, you know, with his 
you know, because he does have autism, he does have ADHD and stuff. So it's like being with that, I need to keep up mm. with him because I just didn't have any energy. Plus, my back injury when I got hurt at work, um, I just wasn't doing what I should with him. You know, and I, I felt be, I feel mm. bad when I couldn't. You know, now I'm getting more energy. You know, he notices. I like, mommy, what are you doing? This is not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and just seeing he sees the change. Like, mommy, like, what do you? Could he? He'll come. He wants me to wait until he gets home so I, when I do weigh myself once a week he's like I want to mm-hmm. see what you're doing you know and stuff and he's Aww. like how was your workout today mama so you know and stuff, you know, it, he's the reason why I needed to do this was because I want to be there for him I don't want to die young I'm, you know I just turned 34 I don't want to mm-hmm. sit there you know and not be there for him it's hard to look, to hear you and not get tears when you talk about I'm, him I, it's I'm just so, not to, <laughs> being so like, precious okay it's just so precious. My life. Like I live every day, wake up. You know, sometimes it's hard because I'm by myself with him a lot. You mm. know, but he's just my he's my guy. He's my little man. I keep calling mm. him. He's almost as tall as I am now. So it's like, <laughs> oh. tell us about and he said and he's so wonderful. And hopefully at some point he'll be able to tune in to to hear his mama on the show. Um, yeah. Tell us about the days and nights leading up to the surgery. Okay, you made the decision to go through with gastric bypass surgery. You made the decision, which was a life-changing decision right there in the moment. So mm-hmm. you, this, the date got scheduled for the surgery. You're waiting and waiting and waiting, and you're, of course, a little nervous and this and that. Tell us about what the last few days and sleepless nights must have been like leading up to me. this surgery and what you were feeling before it, you went in. It was very rough. Um, mm. We had to, a lot of places, different doctors do different things, so not all doctors mm-hmm. are the same, but we had to do right. a three-day liquid diet before, and that was oh, the, the hardest, and mm. um, just because everybody else had to eat, so I'm kind of like trying, okay, Melissa, you can do this, <laughs> and, you know, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until the day before the surgery, I had, it was so, um, it was like the anxiety was through the roof, and just thinking like, what's going to happen, um, you know, I've had my dad went through the surgery my best friend Brenda went through the surgery you know he's on the other end of the bad end of it but she actually you know is doing really good on it so I'm you know thinking of what she went through and seeing how good she's doing now um also my other friends dad's had it done and just seeing their success with it and I just keep telling myself it'll be okay you know and I also have my other friend Josh who was like texting me saying Melissa you'll be okay you'll be fine it's just nothing you know you'll be fine, you know, and that's what everybody kept saying, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. So mm-hmm. they gave you a bunch of medications before to calm you down um, and to relax you and yeah. whatnot, you know, but the hardest was the liquid diet, especially when you're the only one in the house that is on it. So, but I did it, run for a little bit, so. <laughs> right. Uh, sure, sure, sure. It was it was a, a just an experience, and of course, you were updating your Facebook to all of your yeah. family and friends and supporters. And let's stop for a minute. What do you want to say now to your family, your supporters, the people that have been with you through this whole journey? What What do you want to tell them now? I just can't thank them enough for pushing me to do this to be supportive. Like I don't know what I've done without them. Um, mm. just with the, you know, just the little encouragement or like I had, um, my friend Becky sent me flowers with her, my friend Josh and my friend Mike mm. all got together, sent me flowers for encouragement. Um, every time I have a milestone, I've hit a milestone. They're like, you got this, you know, and just 
knowing that, you know, they're just proud of me for what I'm doing. And that makes me gain my confidence, makes me feel better about myself that, you know, something I can do this, that right. I can get this weight off. I can, you know, not eat that other stuff that I used to. Um, mm-hmm. And just knowing that I'm doing good about myself, doing better about myself. I'm feeling so much better now, gaining more mm. confidence um, and just, living life a day at a time it, it it's it can be genuinely and authentically said that you are now living your best life don't you agree i agree i agree yeah absolutely I agree. and and there's so many people and our friend carney is listening today who was one of the very first people um to go public with gastric bypass surgery and i think that uh you know the more that people talk about this and the more that you know, people have a lot of different opinions, and I'm sure you've heard them all. And some people I've think, well, this all. is the lazy way to go. You've gained the weight. Why do you have to go? But people don't really understand uh, when it gets to be such a problem past the point of where you can really help yourself. I mean, if that makes uh, mm-hmm. any kind of any kind of sense. Um, how did that go in the process of you making the decision? Because everybody has an opinion. Some of them are positive. Some of them mm-hmm. are negative. Some of them just are, oh, my God, scared to death that you're going to go under the knife. How did you mm-hmm. deal with many people's different opinions? How did you level that out with, with your decision? I think your decision I, was quite clear, wasn't it? I joined a couple of Facebook groups just to get to see what's going on before I actually made my decision. Um, and I just seen the good, you know, there's always a good side and bad side of everything you do. Any type of surgeries, any type of whatever, there's always going to be the good and the bad with it. And I just, you know, I sat and talked, you know, I have conversations with myself sometimes and I just sit there and just talk and be like, you know, this is going to be good for you. Doctor just mm-hmm. put you on a seventh medication. You just mm-hmm. got diagnosed with um, stage one kidney disease. You have to do something. You need something to change. And just seeing my son um, and just seeing how he's grown so quickly, it's like you need to be here for him. You need to be there. Mm-hmm. You need to g- gain yourself, your confidence back. Um, you, you need to, you know, live life. I gave up on life a little bit, and I just I had to do it. I have to, you know, you have the back, my back problems when I got hurt and just like mm. thinking all the positives of everything. And that's when yeah. I made my, cause everything um, was approved pretty quickly for me. So it was kind of like right. okay, I remember. decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I only had a few months I had to lose some weight and then boom, here was the surgery. So it was kind of like not, you know, going to the doctors, going to meetings and stuff. So it was kind of like a boom, boom process. And I'm like, okay, yeah. here we go. Um, and just, I get it. I'm doing it. And, and you are doing it. You, you so. should, well, you've had, you, I've been proud of you for longer than, you know, I think that there's so many people out there that have been, that have, that have tried to be supportive. Some have showed their support more than others, but my gosh, you, you've got mm-hmm. such a support group now of people, uh, any doubters or naysayers now can see that, you know, you've, mm-hmm. you, you've done it. You've really, you really have done it. Tell us when you woke up from the surgery, tell us what your new, your life goals were, uh, when you opened your eyes after the surgery, after the surgery had been successfully performed and you were ready to begin kind of a new life, sort of, right? Um, the minute that they woke me up out of the anesthesia, they had me up walking. Um, oh, wow. I was um, up walking. Uh, they had like a dust area. We were walking. Then, you know, yeah. you, do your, you know, you have to sip water. 
and um, I was doing everything by myself. Like the nurses was like, she's just a phenomenal. I was all, I was in the hospital for one day. I was home the next day. That's how good I was. Wow. How good, how good I was. I, you know, no pain. I had pain, but it wasn't like bearing pain for me. Mm-hmm. I have a high tolerance for pain anyway, so it's kind of like. Eh. So I just got up. I was doing stuff myself. I was taking showers like like two hours after surgery. Um, and just getting myself up walking just to, you know, cause you have to make sure that the, the gas doesn't stay. Cause it does. The gas pains hurt. <laughs> you, mm. know you have gas pains. Yeah, um, I know. I remember you posted about just, that. It was very uncomfortable. Um, uh, just dealing with that and then just setting my goals. I set my goals. I already surpassed my first goal way before I even, um, before it even happened. So, you know, I just set my small goals. And then my biggest goal of all is, you know, my end goal weight pretty much. So Sure. And right, sure. You know, right now I'm in the middle of working out slowly, um, getting mm-hmm. there and working with a personal trainer and stuff like that. So Which is exciting, I'm, right? I mean it's hard mm-hmm. work, but you feel good after your workouts, don't you? Mm-hmm. Good sore, they say. It's a good so. kind of sore. It's a good yeah. kind of sore. Yep. When when you were starting to put everything back together again after the surgery and starting to fill in the missing pieces of your puzzle, um, what did you find had changed in terms of your priorities versus 10 years or so ago when things were, you know, a little bit, well, considerably uh, unhealthy? Um, what do you think is different now in terms of the way you view people, view life? I mean, this was really kind of a second chance for you. So tell mm-hmm. us what you feel. Um, tell us what you feel about that. I look at, well, I look at life differently now. Um, I've gotten mm. a second chance to live. I'm mm-hmm. being more positive, more. Um, I'm always been open and loving, anyways. But it's, I'm going to do it more now. Like, if somebody's in need, I'm always going to be there for them, and vice versa. Um, mm. And I just living life as I want to, instead of being de- a Debbie Downer. You know, mm-hmm. why is this happening to me? Being depressed. Um, and I have so much to look forward to in life now. I have, you know, amazing friends that I hope to get out to see someday that live, you know, on the other side of the states and the other countries and um, just bring positivity to life. You have to stay positive. Positive things um, equal positive results. So um, that's how my motto is. Just stay positive. Positive things will happen. Well, that's, that's perfect, I think. And there's so many people listening today that want to know, is gastric bypass surgery right for me? And I'm sure you've had a lot of people ask you opinions and, you know, vice versa, mm-hmm. you know, for them to have it. What is your opinion when somebody asks you if it's right for them? How do you guide them mm-hmm. to looking at different resources online to determine if it really is right for them? I um I always will suggest to join a group just to see the results, see um, the other people, what you know, they have endured because everybody's different. Everybody heals differently. Everybody has handled surgery differently, um, and it's a bell change. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm going to get the surgery," then go back to your old habits again. You can't right. do that. You have to um, you eat better. You have to, you know, you don't eat a lot now, so it's like you're eating smaller portions. Like I'm eating stuff that I never ate before <laughs> that I'm eating now. I'm, right. I'm never eating fish. I've never eaten tuna. I'm eating it now, you know, because it's more healthy. I'm eating more vegetables. I'm eating more fruit. Um, no soda. I haven't had soda since, I think, September. Um, and mm. I've been proud of myself for that. Um, just telling them to, you know, it's it's a very mentally 
you have to change, you know, besides the physical part of it. Right. And then that's, and you've done such a great job at that. As you said, I mean, you have to change your, your direction and everything because there's been people, I'm sure you're aware, uh, mm-hmm. people that have had the surgery and have gained back every single pound. So mm-hmm. it's not is what some people think of miracle surgery. It is if you treat it right. Right. But I mean, mm-hmm. your stomach eventually, you know, will get a little bit bigger and, you know, depending mm-hmm. upon things that you do and eat and stuff. So how does that, how does it make, when you deal with that in your head, about the 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 possibility of regaining weight that you've lost. How do you process it, that now? I I try not to think of that because I'm trying mm-hmm. to you know lose what I have still. Um, so you know they tell you not to get discouraged because you do have times where you stall or you'll gain a pound or two because it's whatever your body maintains with water and, and uh, whatnot. So I try not to discourage myself. Like say if I gain a couple pounds. Um, mm-hmm. You have to like look at it, just saying, "Hey, it's just a little bump in the road," and just keep on going because you never know. Like I was stalled for three weeks here. I just weighed myself this morning. I'm down two pounds, so it's kind of like, "Yay!" You know, little Yay. mild goals and stuff. So you know, and right? I'm just being positive about it. You know, like, "Oh, I gained two pounds." Well, it happens. You know, I'll change something. Like I'll drink more water, or, or I'll just not eat a little bit. You know much mm. or as much and then go from there so yeah it's just whereas, changes here and right. there so whereas before if you were on a diet and you weighed in after trying hard all week and you gained two pounds i mean it would be time for a calorie fest or going to kfc yeah. or going someplace i'm sure because yeah. that's how a lot of us have have dealt with that or, um i want to do a, let's let, let's see this really exciting reveal now because i wanted okay. to save this for the end of the show because this really speaks everything tell us um i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the the options you, you can tell us what you weighed before the surgery versus now or you can simply tell share with the listeners how much weight you've actually lost um i was my heaviest was 289 um that was just before i started uh talking with the doctor about the the surgery i lost mm-hmm. a little weight there um it was like, I was 277 when I actually started talking to the surgeon. Um, I had to lose a little more weight um, before the surgery. My surgery weight was 258. And as of this morning, um, I'm uh, almost five months out into surgery. I'm uh, actually at two, 214 right now. So, so, so oh, that's just so wonderful. So, yeah, that's I'm, just yeah. so wonderful. And, so, and you've I'm, got so much to be proud of. You've got so mm-hmm. much to be proud of because you really, so many parts of this journey, you've had support and stuff, but there's been a lot of times when you've went alone, you know, and mm-hmm. it's so good to feel now that you've got, you've got everything you need. You've got the, you've got the missing pieces to the puzzle. You're living your best life. You're encouraging others. You're inspiring others. You're motivating others just by talking mm-hmm. today. And that's, that's, incredibly powerful isn't it i mean it really is very powerful emotionally spiritually and every other way possible and just stay positive like that's the main thing in life is just to stay positive that's how i'm doing it live every day tomorrow like if i have a bad day today tomorrow's a new day tomorrow might be better than yesterday you know or two days from now can be better than you know than tonight well you know 
Yeah, I, I think that you, you, you've given so much today. You've shared everything and most everything. I know that there's a lot of people listening, probably in tears, probably seeing themselves and many of the different uh, illustrations and, 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 and shadows that you've painted of yourself today. So you've mm-hmm. really done a tremendous job um, in, in sharing all of these details today because I know that there's people listening that, that just can identify with just about everything that you've said um, thank mm-hmm. you for coming on. I know this was a big deal for you and, and no, to, I to, to do no, this. And I, I feel honored for being on your show, you know, and it, it was like, I was oh. so nervous in the beginning. I know you were uh, nervous. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate it. No, I, I really, I'm really grateful for being on your show and to tell my story. Well, I'm just so glad. It. You're such an amazing friend and your support. I appreciate it. Well, you've got it forever. In 10,000 future lifetimes, you've got it, girl. I love you so much. Thank you for being here today and sharing your life. And I know that so many people are going to want to contact you. If anybody wants to reach out to Melissa, you can send me a message, and I'll patch patch the message through to Melissa, uh, because I know there's a lot of people that will want to say hi or say, you go, girl, or say something. So anybody that wants to do that, please reach out to me. I'll be happy to forward your messages of support. Uh, they, can either, they, can, they can follow me on my social media too if they want um yes they can retweet my stuff so um my twitter's open they can always that or my instagram um, i post a lot of stuff on there too so more than welcome to follow me and message me there and or go through chris and he'll contact me he knows my contact we'll get a hold of you one way or another girlfriend we'll get a hold of you thank you so mm-hmm. much thank you so You're much welcome. a big thank hug you. to you i love you so much thank you love melissa you. A big hug. Thanks so much. And that was the wonderful, beautiful Melissa Rodriguez sharing her story with us today. Friends, thank you for joining us. We'll have Melissa back on later in the year for an update. Until then, take care of each other. Be positive. There's always tomorrow like Melissa has shared with us. Thanks, everyone. I love you all. Bye for now.